This is an RNZ podcast. Kaboom! Everything we thought we knew about this election was just blown out of the water. The implications of the Prime Minister's resignation are enormous. Christopher Luxon, National Party leader, has Jacinda Ardern just handed you the election. Hey, morning, Toba. How are you today? A bit mind-blown, to be honest. Have you just won the election thanks to Jacinda Ardern? Uh, look, no, I think actually nothing really changes for us. So Tova O'Brien brought her own kaboom energy last Monday when pondering the state of Labour's relationships like this. It's like really great makeup sex after a horrid argument. Labour is experiencing all of the feelings right now, but reality is waiting and about to strike. But while Tova O'Brien reckoned it was now game on for the election rather than game over, the game the pundits were all playing was something like the opposite of pin the tail on the donkey. It was pick the policy to push off the agenda. Even before Labour's new leaders had been named, TVNZ was asking political pundits to pick, and the new public media entity, also known as the RNZ-TVNZ merger, was high up on their list. National Party pollster David Farrer, for example, said it was an obvious one to drop. It's just racking up a lot of people and there's no actual votes in it. You've already got perceptions around the government interfering too much in the media. Though that was a pretty obvious opinion from a founder of the outfit already campaigning against the merger and pushing that perception, the Taxpayers' Union. Public relations consultant and former National Party Press Secretary Ben Thomas also told TVNZ that media merger was an obvious thing to scrap, but... At the same time, they don't want to look like they're massively folding on everything. It can't just be like jettisoning refuse from an aeroplane. Now, these days, planes don't actually offload their waste like that, thankfully. But even if Chris Hipkins does now push problem policies off his party's plane, Politic website editor Richard Harmon pointed out that the PM and the Finance Minister were both making it clear in 2022 that a reset was coming anyway, and in pretty stark terms. Finance Minister Grant Robertson told ministers to be prepared to murder their darlings and focus on the core cost of living related stuff. And to get people used to that idea, a little less gruesomely, the incoming Prime Minister this week was on a bread and butter based diet with the media. Given the current challenges that New Zealand is facing at the moment, we've really got to focus in on those issues that are the most essential to New Zealanders, those bread and butter issues that they want to see us really putting our attention on. Now, Chris Hipkins has not yet said whether a public media entity was bread and butter or not, but pundits and political reporters seem almost unanimous that it isn't. Among them, Bernard Hickey in his self-published commentary The Kaka, and even a former Labour leader, David Cunliffe, who wrote this for The Herald. Three waters will be off the table, likely also speed limit restrictions and the TVNZ-RNZ merger. Now that was music to many in the rival media too, like commercial radio broadcasters, whose umbrella group chief Jaina Ranguni wrote in the Herald that the new entity was a monopolistic, monolithic monster, which would be bad for the country, even though other comparable countries seem to value the ones that they have. And just before Christmas, market research commissioned by the lobby group Better Public Media said that more New Zealanders support the merged RNZ-TVNZ than oppose it. 44% of 1,000 people they surveyed said they supported a public media entity that was funded with $109 million a year to provide a wider range of content. 29% didn't support it and a quarter didn't know. And that prompted the trust chair, Miles Thomas, to say this in the Herald. With a little more information about the merger, including the cost and purpose for it, New Zealanders are more supportive of this policy. 
The National Party leader Christopher Luxon isn't one of them. Last month he told RNZ's Morning Report that if the government gets the merger over the line next March, he'll do this. I would actually stop it and demerge it. Uh, and the reason's very simple, is that over the next 30 years, the New Zealand taxpayers having to front up with $6 billion, uh, and so any demerging costs uh, is a good return on that investment. And even if it was proved to prove popular and successful with the public, you would... Uh... It's, it's, it's not going to be popular or successful. And when Christopher Luxon came back from his Christmas break two weeks ago, he told the NBR's political editor Brent Edwards this when Brent Edwards mentioned that other comparable countries already have joined up public broadcasters. Similar countries in a oh, sense of utterly, Western democracies. Utterly, totally they, insane. They, 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 but they have the single broadcasting... Utterly, totally insane. You're taking a... You know, there is, when you ask the Prime Minister or Willie Jackson, why are we doing this? That's a very simple question. Why? They can't explain it. What they've got is an ideological solution in search of a problem. And Christopher Luxon went on to tell the NBR's Brent Edwards he didn't think he'd need to kill that merger policy anyway. And I bet you they'll dump it. I bet you they'll dump it, you know. And yet, what's that all been about and why have we wasted all of that time? Now, calling public media funding insane and ideological is part of what the pundits are calling a small-target strategy the Nationals expected to run in the run-up to the next election. And this week, Act David Seymour, who could be a minister in the National-led government, labelled TBNZ insane over some small-target strategy on the newly returned breakfast show. They shot up a tiny Donald Trump troll doll in the studio for laughs with a salt-powered stun gun for killing insects. Yeah. So get a little, uh, a little doll, a little Donald Trump doll, yeah. and go hard. Just don't shoot other people. No. It does say, don't, don't aim for the don't, no, face or eyes. No, it, it didn't hurt. OK. Yeah. TVNZ later said this segment was intended to be light-hearted to showcase the product and they apologised if the segment upset any of their viewers. But TVNZ's news website still urges you to watch what it calls this hilarious in-studio moment. The banterish, badly-timed free advertising on what was supposed to be a news programme was also further grist to the mill of those who complain that the cultures of the two state broadcasters can't really be happily merged anyway, even if the government does stick to its current plan. Now, the merger moved on a step this week when the Select Committee scrutinising the legislation for the new public media entity published a new draft of the bill. And this includes tweaks responding to concerns about its editorial independence and vulnerability to potential political influence. And as things stand, the bill is due to be debated in Parliament soon, so the new entity can be created in March, which is just around the corner, unless the government under new management does pull the pin on the whole thing in line with the pundits' current predictions and the urgings of the opposition. And with that in mind, Morning Report's Guy and Espiner asked the National Party's broadcasting spokesperson, Melissa Lee, last Friday, what will you do about it if you get into office? I think the broadcasters actually probably know it best rather than politicians. Our politicians should not dictate what the medium should be or what the entity should look like. And the National Party, it seems, is clearly wedded to the status quo, retaining a state-owned commercial TV company that dominates the free-to-air TV market but makes the state no money and is probably a bigger distortion of the media market now than any new public media entity in its place will be if it's not for profit. Melissa Lee also said that RNZ should be better funded to do what it does, as her leader had said before Christmas. But if the Hipkins-led Labour government does press on with a new merged entity, but loses the next election, well, Melissa Lee told Morning Report it would still be worth the wasted money to reverse it for this reason. 
because it certainly will be cheaper to undo it than to actually continue down the path where we have no certainty as to what benefit this will actually give to New Zealanders. And ultimately, according to the minister's officials and the uh, consultants that I actually spoke to in the minister's office, it's going to cost more than $6 billion, not million, billion dollars over the next 30 years as ANZPM. The $6 billion bill Melissa Lee referred to there is the annual funding budgeted for the new media entity over the next three years, pushed out over the next 30. However, under the status quo, the annual current state spending on public media is well over $300 million a year in all its forms, and that makes the bill for that over $10 billion anyway by 2050, without any guarantee of anything close to the kind of comprehensive service that other comparable countries get for their public media money in return. And it's a huge irony that while media policy is usually at the very bottom of the priorities for political parties in election year, this year it's top of the list to be dumped at the very point a real change has actually become possible.